the Calgary E. coli outbreak update. So we heard uh, a little bit more about who is responsible and likely for what. Uh, this is Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Mark Joffe, giving us an update on the number of cases of E. coli connected to the Calgary daycare outbreak from earlier in the month. There are currently 351 lab-confirmed cases and a total of 37 confirmed secondary cases. As of this morning, four individuals remain in hospital. For these four children, I know that they are receiving outstanding care. The number of new infections has plateaued and most of the children connected to this outbreak have been cleared to return to daycare. Okay, so most of the children cleared from the outbreak, and yet we're still looking at 351 lab-confirmed cases with four children still remaining in hospital. Um, This is a story that makes me beyond angry, obviously, as a parent, Um, and I would imagine that you probably feel the same if you are someone who is is a parent. But even if you're not, I mean, this is a really frustrating situation to find ourselves in. A release from Calgary that uh, about this company, Fueling Minds, this catering company, um, say that they have been charged with serving food at childcare centers without a food services business license. So how does something like this even take place? I'd love to hear your thoughts. 780-496-0063. Let's get some more details from a reporter down in Calgary. She's from Global Calgary. Sarah Offen is joining us. Sarah, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This is such an unbelievable story. And, you know, we're a bit removed from it here in Edmonton. What's been the reaction since this has come out and been in the news in Calgary? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a story that just keeps continuing and unfolding. It seems every day there's some kind of an update. And today was um, one of the bigger days um, because not only are we learning again about these violations with the, the city in terms of, of its business license, but again, also the province going ahead and identifying what they believe to be the food at the source of this outbreak and also announcing this uh, this this external review panel that's going to be uh, led by former police of uh, uh, chief of police excuse me Rick Hansen um, so there's there's a lot of layers a lot of um, things for us to cover today it, this is a complicated investigation because obviously the food was in large part consumed or thrown away before it could be tested but there is some belief that it was tied to a specific food product can you give us the details on what we think it might have been yeah, and this is essentially confirming the suspicions that parents uh, we've been speaking with had right off the get-go, and that is that health investigators now believe that it is highly likely that this um, E. coli outbreak was linked um, to meatloaf that came from the central kitchen. So meatloaf as well as a, a vegan loaf that had went out to a number of daycares um what again they weren't able to determine they weren't able to test that food because it had either been all consumed or it had been thrown away Um, but of course they have done hundreds of interviews with parents with staff members from the daycare staff members from the kitchen with delivery drivers and this is the determination that they're making around this so we know that it's tied to the company the catering company called fueling minds Um, now they've been charged for serving food as we just mentioned at child care centers with out a food services business license. So who is who is laying the charges at their feet? Who's responsible for holding them to this? 
Yeah, so this is City of Calgary bylaw um, officers. I, I had just spoken with the Deputy Chief of, of Business Safety, who's sort of leading this in base investigation. And what he had said was that, you know, they had actually started, the city had started investigating this kitchen when this news came out. And then in the days following, they also received um, a tip from a resident um, asking that they look closer at the business license um, by this business. And so specifically, um, you know, fueling mines wouldn't have done anything wrong if they had just been, I mean, aside from obviously the the coli outbreak, but they wouldn't have done anything wrong if they had only been supplying that food to their um, the, the daycares that were also owned by them. But because they were supplying and catering um, for a number of other daycares outside of the f- fueling brains uh, affiliation, then that is what caused okay. these fines. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what are some of the charges that they could be facing then for this? Well, you know what? I have not dug through all of the fines, but essentially it tallies up to $120,000. Um, you know, it's sort of the maximum, which is a pretty big bill for this central kitchen. And then if you add to that, that they're also facing this class action lawsuit, mm-hmm. you know, legal experts that I talked to today are saying, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what the ability of this um, small business is to actually come up with, um, you know, this money to to deal with this and whether or not um, it's going to survive all of this. Yeah, it raises some pretty big questions. Um, And yet it's not surprising that there will be charges that will be uh, that will be leveled against them. And of course, a class action lawsuit is something that you you reasonably expect in a situation like this. when We're talking about parents of kids. Where does that class action lawsuit stand? Do we have any idea in terms of how many parents are are involved, what, what the numbers look like? Yeah, we're not sure on numbers right now. And the other question really is going to be in terms of of who the defendants will be. Um, We suspect that the central kitchen will be one of those, but potentially this could be something that would be targeted towards daycares um, as well that were um, offering this food. And and then there's the other question of whether um, the province would potentially be a defendant as well. Again, the legal expert that I spoke with saying that it is um, very difficult uh, to... Um, to to win against the province. So whether or not we see them as listed as one of the defendants, that will be something interesting to watch as well. Sarah, has Fueling Minds come out with a statement on this? We are waiting. You know, it's always a, sort of to, to the 11th hour. We haven't heard back from them yet today, um, but certainly we're, we're, we're pushing them with questions about you know, what happened? Um, you know, was this an, an oversight in terms of, of the licensing, how did this all go down, but um, we'll expect to hear more from them in the coming hours here as we approach deadline. What about the daycare centres themselves? They've been opened, they they have opened and have been reopened for some time, right? Yeah, and just to clarify, um, most of the daycare centres that we've been talking to, again, are, are owned or at least affiliated with this fueling mines, fueling mines and, and fueling brains. Um, are, are sort of an affiliated company, if you will. So, um, yes, they have reopened. A lot of parents that we've been speaking with um, are still, however, at home um, with their children. Even though their children may be healthy, they are still waiting um, for negative E. coli tests. 
to come in so that they can get that clearance to go back to daycare. And there's some frustrations around that in terms of how long that's taking. I think a lot of these parents just understandably, you know, would like to see life get back to normal after all of this upheaval. Sure, or even be looking for new um, daycare or childcare providers after a situation like this that would really, well, really impact your trust. And I don't know what things are like in Edmonton, but as a parent, I can tell you that, um, you know, finding um, daycare providers is not the easiest mm-hmm. um, of situations and that you're often on long wait lists. Now, the province has said that they're going to help um, parents or try and facilitate getting them into different daycares if that's something that they um, would like to, to see for their children. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, a lot of parents are kind of in the bind that they need to get their kids back into care so that they can get back working again as well. Yeah, I, as a parent, can uh, can definitely <laughs> relate to that and really sympathize uh, with those that are dealing with this and just so nervous to want to send their kids anywhere after a situation like this uh, happened. Yeah. Sarah, thank you so much. For a lot of people, I think trust is broken in this case, right? And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's still a lot of questions that need to be asked in terms of, of how this all happened. And, um, you know, hopefully we can avoid this kind of massive outbreak again in the future. Yeah, I mean, this is unprecedented and absolutely yeah. crazy making. So, um, yeah, a lot of trust really broken and rightfully so. So we'll keep following mm-hmm. this one. Uh, great information from you today, Sarah. Really appreciate you making the time. No worries. Thanks, Chelsea. Of course. As Sarah Offen, a reporter for Global Calgary, talking, of course, about the catering company that's facing licensing charges in connection with the Calgary area daycare E. coli outbreak.